Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. My name is Jenny Helmendaller, and today we are talking about some of the cultural dance groups here on campus. We've got three guests here today. We've got Sharia Potoretti, Miran Khan, and Heidi Zemick. Could all of you explain a little bit about uh, what groups you're a part of? Um, so I'm a part of uh, Griffin Bhangra. So we're a Bhangra-based dance group. So Bhangra is a dance that originates from Punjab in India, a certain uh, state and region. And it's a very energetic, upbeat form of dance that is that our team performs. And it's very much so physically draining because it's um, a lot of hopping and jumping and um, bouncing and balancing on, our, uh, on the balls of our feet and our toes. And I'm Shreya, and I'm part of Afsana, which is a Bollywood fusion dance group. And um, it basically incorporates actually like a few different styles of dance. Um, we do South Indian, hip hop, um, Bollywood, of course, um, contemporary. Um, and we also go on competitions, and it's really fun. I'm Heidi, and I am a co-president of the Heritage Dance Club. Um, we do 18th century English country dance as well as 17th century English country dance and then um, 15th and 16th century Italian and French court dance. And as that sounds like a lot, um, but it's, it's really fun social dance. It's a bit difficult to explain, but we're sort of walking around in figures. If you've seen Jane Austen films, um, then you may be able to get the idea from that. It's a lot of fun historic dance. And if you can walk, you can dance. So it's very accessible to everybody. So I'm really interested how all of you got involved in these. Because I know growing up, I feel like there were not many opportunities for dance. I mean, I, I, I don't dance, um, but like I, I feel like I haven't really seen um, ways to get involved in those. So, yeah. Have you had ex any experience? Um, I mean, within the South Asian community, like the arts are, I believe, something that are very much so kept alive within our families. So me personally, I was more of a music person before I got into dancing, but um, I always was surrounded and grew up around a lot of people who were in like traditional South Asian like dance groups. And um, a lot of the members within our team come from a Bharatanatyam like background and come from like traditional South Indian classical dance moves. And I, I personally started off with like Indian music but I knew that I always wanted to dabble also to like into traditional Indian dance. So, yeah, um, I totally agree that in South Asian communities and um, even in India, which is where I'm from, um, there's like lots of like cultural things that people give a lot of value to, and dance is one of them. And I actually, um, ever since I was young, um, I also like connect with music a lot, and I really like to sing, but. I also love to dance, but the thing is that I was never part of like any like official dance team when I was young, um, or like I never learned dance growing up. It was just something that I do for fun, like as a hobby at home or something. But um, when I heard that William and Mary has um, a Bollywood fusion dance team, I was really excited to join, um, especially looking at the f like how much of a family everyone is here. Um, so yeah, I think. Um, I always wanted to do it and like I never did it before so I really wanted to try it. So I came at this pure, like historic dance um, from Europe uh, from a slightly different angle than I think you guys did. I came to it through historical reenacting 
I've been doing historical reenacting most of my life and have been involved with museums for most of my life. Um, So I do historical reenacting of the medieval period. And that's how I got into this dance originally. And then when I came to William & Mary, I was definitely looking for that historic dance community because I find reenacting communities and historic dance communities just really important to me. And so I found that this club existed and I definitely knew I had to be involved. So I've been doing historic dancing um, for about five, six years, um, teaching it and performing it. And then I've been here doing heritage dancers for like a year. It's really cool. Yeah. And so what we're talking about today is how these dance groups, not just dance, but like a cultural dance group about a specific um, culture or style, how that's benefited you both physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, it can check off a lot of boxes on our eight dimensions of, of wellness. So how do you think that your dance groups have most affected you? Um, in terms of like physically affecting me, um, I actually never knew that like um, I could like push my boundaries so much because I've never learned, officially learned how to dance before. And everyone else on my team, most of them have learned like Bharatanatyam or like other types of dance forms ever since they were like like five years old or something like that so I feel like physically it has showed me like how how capable I am like I'm not a perfect dancer but I feel like there's always still like so much to learn like even with the formations getting all of them right Um, and and whenever I look at like the other people on my team and my co-dance members. Um, I just wish that like someday I'll also be able to like do that well, um, especially because they've been on the team for like three or four years. Um, So I'm a freshman and this is my first year. So um, it's still a learning experience, but um, yeah. Um, I think for Bhangra, it really, the best way I could describe it is that physically it kind of molded my body in a sense for the art style because you there are a lot of particular aspects of the dance that you need to essentially nail when it comes to when you're dancing and our bodies can only move in like so many ways so it was very interesting um seeing how i had to push myself physically in order to essentially nail like every single detail of the dance style because i remember like my captain giving me notes of like your elbows need to be locked you need to be lower you need to be more grounded like your legs have to come higher there are multiple like factors to it that i just never really understood from just simply watching it but when you actually partake in the dance form it really does push your body into like a more a more intense level and i think now dancing it i like uh, Sometimes I'm unaware of how I'm getting back into those positions. And it's um, it definitely really is interesting. Socially, I said that I think Bhangra has provided more so of a South Asian community that has like allowed us to stick together. Um, some of my closest friends are on the Bhangra team. And it definitely makes it so that like we hang out outside of Bhangra, we practice together, but we also just... Um, being on Bhangra validates our identity with each other because we're able to sort of see each other's experiences um, all while trying to get closer to our culture and just embrace it. And it allows us to feel more prideful with our own identity and just with existing as South Asian members of the community. For me, dance physically is, it's maybe less of a um, a demanding dance form because we do social dance. So it's not necessarily about learning the dances perfectly or being able to perform them. We don't go to competitions or perform them for anybody else besides ourselves. 
it's just about doing the dances together and having a fun time. But emotionally, I think that's really great because it just allows me to get out of my head and enjoy learning the dances. And I can laugh at my mistakes with my friends and just have, have a really great time socially dancing with others. And I think movement and dance is just a really great way to, to sort of express oneself both um, physically, but also sort of um, with, I don't know, it's, yeah, I, dance is fun. Um, mm -hmm. Anybody can do it. The period of dance we're doing, anybody can do English country dance. And it's just sort of a carefree activity. You're skipping around and with your friends. And I think that's really great. We always get meals afterwards, so we get to chat too. And some of us share interests in other things, like I said, like historical reenacting and such, but some of us don't. And we just are there to learn the dances and have a fun time. And it's just sort of a little bit silly, a little bit crazy, but we're all there to have fun. And that's really cool that like in this room here, we have such a diversity of um, like experiences. Cause am I right that Afsana and Bangra both do competitions? Yes, yes, we are both competitive. Okay, very cool. And so yours, Heidi, is not, but I think the underlying thing here is community, which you talked about, Moran. Do you, um, Shreya and Heidi feel like you've encountered that same thing with your groups? Yeah, for sure. I think whenever we go to practice, we don't always focus on dance, but we try to really bond um, as friends. And I feel like that's what makes us like so close together. And we're able to like share our thoughts and feelings and like help each other out. Um, and we also like um, go eat like dinner sometimes, go to restaurants and stuff, do some team bonding activities. Um, so I think that really like helps us stay close to each other. I definitely think there is a little bit of a community with heritage dancers as well. Um, and it's fun because it intersects some of the other communities that I see on campus. For example, we have some people who are really into theater and we have some people who are really into history and they come together and can enjoy dancing. And it's, sort of a way to let go of all the stress from the day. Maybe you have an overdue assignment or you really need to be working on a paper right now or, you know, you have stress from just other things and you can kind of just let go and laugh and have a fun time. And we do like often get meals together or chat beforehand or we'll even just take a break in the middle of the meeting and sort of chat with each other, have a fun time. But yeah, I feel like there is a community and definitely the intersection of other communities on campus in the club is always super cool to me. That's really cool. And I, I am interested too, if coming into William and Mary, one, like, did you expect to find this sort of community? And two, like, was it kind of an easy slash, like, um, yeah, yeah, an easy process finding the community? Um, well, I had a couple friends who went to William & Mary before, and I was talking to them, and they did tell me about the South Asian dance teams, and I actually started off joining with Asana, but then moved to Bhangra. But I think it wasn't necessarily, I didn't expect to go to Bhangra in that sort of sense, just because it's kind of hard to see yourself if you're coming from like a perspective of like someone who's never really danced much before. It's hard to see yourself being able to do those things, because there is, you somehow become your biggest challenge because a lot of dance is mental and a lot of it was that having that confidence I think that's one of the main mental aspects of being a part of the cultural dance team was that 
I built a lot of confidence into like my abilities of doing certain things. So if I would have t- like if I would have told myself a couple years ago that I would have been on a South Asian dance team and a Bhangra of all other dance teams, I wouldn't have believed myself because I don't think I had that level of confidence that I have now that I've learned to get from just dancing with my friends. So I knew that there was um like a Bollywood fusion dance group, but I was really nervous and scared because I've never done it before. And also like, I actually didn't know anyone going to William and Mary, um, for my college, but I feel like now I've like met so many new people and, um, it all ended up just being very fine. Um, like even if like I didn't have like anyone that I knew specifically coming in, I feel like we've like bonded very strongly and I'm really glad that like I found this new community. For me, I was definitely looking for a historic dance club or group coming onto campus. So I did know it existed, but that's because I looked for it. Um, I was planning on starting one if there wasn't one at William and Mary because I do have some experience teaching the dances. I teach some. We have another wonderful teacher who teaches some of the uh, later dances. And I think it's it was a little bit of a difficult transition in, but purely because of COVID. Um, because of COVID, so I transferred in in 2020. So the club had to be online at the time and joining a dance club while it was online (laughs) was a little bit strange it during that year we mainly watched movies and other things had social club sort of time rather than actually doing a lot of dance and then this past year we've brought it back in person Uh, so i think that transition Wonderfully, we've had lots of people who have come in person and really grown the club and lots of new people who have become interested. But I was definitely kind of worried becoming the president right after the club had to be online due to COVID that we weren't going to have any people come. But we did. And so that's wonderful. That's exciting. Yeah. And now that we are back in person for most things, it's really cool to be able to see all of these groups back in action. Because again, yeah, since I'm a sophomore, I didn't really see how active a lot of these groups were. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really exciting. And so, yeah, we also talked about how um, these groups can help you build a sense of identity and finding your community. Are there any other ways that you feel like it's benefited your mental health or emotional well-being in general? Um, I think with Bhangra, it kind of... It's taught me two things. One, it's getting over my anxiety and essentially that has been more so prominent with like performances because it's one thing to dance with like in rehearsal with your friends and just in front of your captains. But then when you're put on the spot in front of performances, it can be very nerve wracking. And I think over time it's allowed me to essentially be more comfortable within my own body and within my own capabilities, which has definitely been very beneficial for me throughout this year. And like the other aspect, I think it's it's taught me to like get back up because a lot of Bhangra is, there's so much diversity within the dance form. And I remember as soon as we would learn one of our sections and I feel like I got a grasp of the dance style and that I was essentially, that I felt comfortable in my abilities, we would go into a different version of Bhangra or like a different section in the sense like um, using different equipment like our kunde section which is more stick work or like subsection which is like this lattice work type of instrument that we use it's a very interesting thing to explain but 
when we would move on to a different style, it would almost feel like I have to restart. And then I would lose that sort of like hope and ability mm-hmm. uh, within my abilities because I, w- I felt as if I was starting all over again. But I think it was just the, it was just making sure of like remembering that there's so much to learn when it comes to dance and you're constantly always going to be learning, but that should never invalidate your ability or your feeling of being able to do anything. And I think that really does stem into just our daily lives too, that we're not gonna always be the most knowledgeable people within a room. And there's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, you learn and you grow and that's the most important thing. I very much agree with um, everything that you just said. I feel like dance has really like boosted my confidence and showed me that like I can actually do things that I thought that I couldn't do as well. Um, and I am improving, um, because I've never like really performed in front of like so many people, like on a stage, um, in like a stadium or anything like that. Um, and I feel like I'm much more secure about myself, um, than I was like before, like performing. Um, and I think I'm really like enjoying the process now more than trying to think about like every little like mechanical, like error or like small tiny thing that I need to do like perfectly for me I think um dance serves as a form of release and what I mean by that is it lets me just let go of all the stressors of my day and I think part of that is that I have been doing this for a little bit and so I have more experience which allows me to think less about the movements that I'm doing think a little bit less about the dance and just sort of do them but I would hope that even for people who are newer to the club, because the dances are fundamentally fairly easy to do, that I can just let go of all, all my stressors and connect with the other people dancing through the movements and through the dance and the music. And also allow me to not take myself too seriously. I think I, we all sort of get caught up in wanting to do things perfectly and well, and we're really merry students. We all want to be A-plus at everything. But... You don't have to be A plus at dance, especially since it's social dance. It's okay to mess up. And if you mess up, you can start again or you can keep going. In theater, they say the show must go on. And we sort of have a similar thing. We'll, you know, we'll reset. You find your spot in the dance where you should be and you just keep dancing even if you messed up. And nobody's going to hold that against you. Nobody's going to be mad at you. You just keep doing the dance and have fun. And I think it allows people, like you guys were saying, to build confidence if that's what they're looking for because we do sometimes video our dances or try to get ones to be really nice, you know, perfect them a little bit more. But also if people are just there to socialize and move together and dance together, it also allows people to do that if that's what they're looking for. So I think as a social dance club, we can sort of do both, which is super cool. That's really exciting. And so it sounds like here that like, all of your groups are open to people who have not really had any experience in the past, which is really like great. And so if someone is interested in joining your group or otherwise supporting your group, how can they get in contact? 
I mean, so every year in the start of the semester, we have audition processes that you can come in and um, we're always there to like help and welcome anyone in and to learn. So you can contact us through um, like TribeLink or through our, um, through just contacting either members and captains. Um, and if you just want to support us, um, you can follow us on our Instagram, which is WM Griffin Pongra, or um, we have fundraisers constantly happening on campus and our Venmo is um, also Griffin Pongra. And um, stay tuned for our showcases that happen every semester. Um, I believe this year it's April 16th. And um, you can come and support us through that. It's just watching our performances on campus. Uh, it's almost the same thing with Afsana. We do hold um, auditions in the beginning of the fall semester and also um, at the start of the spring semester. Um, and our audition process is very chill. Um, no experience is necessary, and we do have teaching sessions that we have that you can come to, and you just have to record like a short video of yourself um, doing the moves, and we can help you as much as possible um, if you need assistance on anything. Um, and in terms of how you can support us or um, be involved in us, um, of course, you can like come watch us perform at any of the showcases that we have um, on campus. We also perform for like many other like organizations. Um, recently, we've done one for the Brexdale Trouble Course, I believe, a few days ago. Um, and we do have more coming up. Um, so be sure to follow us on our Instagram page, which is WM Afsana. And yeah. I feel like I've already said this so many times, but because we are a social dance, we don't have auditions. It's open to literally anybody and everybody. No dance experience is just fine. Like even if you've never danced any dance in your whole life, you can totally come and do it. Um, we do go to club fairs usually. Um, but apart from that, again, because there's no audition process, you can just join um, whenever you want. We meet Thursdays at 6 p.m. in Chesapeake A in the Sadler Center. And our uh, email is heritagedancers at email.wm.edu. So you can definitely contact us or come to a club meeting and just show up. We teach everything and everything is like called and taught. So again, absolutely zero experience is necessary. Well, again, I don't dance, but you're all making me want to try everything. It sounds so exciting, so cool. And yeah, I wish you all the best of luck with the rest of the semester and all of your performances and dancing. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miran, Heidi, and Sharia for coming on. And also thank you to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, Color Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Helmendaller. Thank you.